What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. What's up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Henningkamp. I'm freaking stoked to be here, boys. I got Sean Dybel. What's up, fellas? And I got Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. What's up, cuties? And guys, before we begin, um, I would like to express a feeling that I have, if that's okay with you. As always. Please go for it. All right. As you all know, and as Beef Nation knows, we had the draft last week, and congratulations to Stevie. He clearly won. Congrats, champ. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Jack had a couple votes in there. Sean and I were never mentioned. Whoa, whoa. Anyways, the feeling that I have is embarrassment. Um... I don't know what I was doing on that last pick. I think I blacked out. Um, it's not an accurate representation of who I am as a person or my knowledge in the musical uh, genre. I received many messages from people that I care about and love and whose opinions I hold dear to my heart and they express their disbelief, their um, just disappointment as well in my pick. And they hold me to a higher standard. And I hold myself to a higher standard. It's not the man I want to be. And it's not who I'm going to be from this day forward. Um, so I just want to apologize right off the bat. Hey, well, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a lot of props for going on record and saying it in front of the fans. Thank you. In front of these people. Because it's one thing to be upset with how your draft unfolded. But it's another thing to not check where it went wrong. Exactly. And learn from your mistakes. So... I'm really proud of you. It's a big step forward. Yeah, I, I'm on that track. So I'm proud of you said something, but at the same time, just remember, actions speak louder than words, okay? And after after looking at the list, the fact that I even thought I had a chance is, is just abysmal. <laughs> are, are so you, stupid. Are you hating on country in general, or are you just hating on your pick? On my pick. Because you could have done, I mean, like, well, uh, like heartache medication is, I feel like, would even better, better one. Yeah. Better pick. That's the only country song Stevie knows, by the way. On a more positive yeah. note, though. <laughs> 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 on a more positive note, though, um, I was watching Jeopardy this week with my dad, and I absolutely dominated his ass. And it was one of the few moments in my life where I showed true domination on my father. <laughs> and it felt amazing. It's about now, wins do you feel and like losses. you've like, fully entered manhood now that you've done that? Yeah, because I've always seeked his approval. And just by winning at Jeopardy, it really uh, went a long way for me, at least. So now you got to, next, you got to take it to another level and play something that you're really good at to one-up him even further. That's true. Like, go 1v1 him in the basketball court. He's No, so the he, first time he you, dominates me at basketball. He's got the wettest shot I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I bet you were thinking when you were a little kid, my dad's so smart. He knows every episode, to Je every answer to every jeopardy question yeah no i love my dad he's the man i want to be um i can't dominate him in basketball bowling get out of town is this why you want to get good at golf is this the real reason why you want to be good at golf? you just want to be better than your dad at golf no i think i just want to be good at something yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only thing i'd be and clearly aux is not one of those things yeah Sean, I'm pretty sure I got third on that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, we were eating I, we were eating dinner before the pod, and my mom was talking about how much she enjoyed the episode, and then she goes, "Although Sean, I'm going to be very honest, 
as soon as you, I heard you pick Abba, I was like, he's either going to finish in first or he's going to finish dead last. No, yeah. She just said he's not going to win. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of, I got a Is lot it of texts or Abba. I thought it was Abba. I thought it was Abba. Say, I, say Abba. Abba. I say Abba. I got a lot of feedback though on that pick, a lot, and it was probably like seventy percent. Dude, you totally whiffed. I've been thirty percent. People like loved it. So I makes sense I like why I'm pick. at the bottom. I no. like the pick. Yeah, as but, a winner, let me tell you, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is letting it get to his head, man. But. but as I said, right, when you picked it, you could have taken it in the fourth Yeah, round. no, that's facts. That's facts. But, you know, I'm just going to live when you learn. Like, hey, as like I was, said, I'm just going to take some notes from you. Like, I'm going to study my game film, see where I went wrong, and just, you know, live and improve, you know? Uh, I was going to say to McPee earlier, um, when you die, man, they're not going to remember that you learned your lesson from the draft. They're going to remember if you won or not. Build a thousand bridges, suck one dick. You're not a bridge builder. You're a dick sucker. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Is that how the that, saying goes? That's cold hard truth right there, man. It's facts. Just dropping knowledge on you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you win one draft. You're a dick sucker. If the last draft we ever do, I win. It's all that's matters. All, that's all that matters. All speaking, that matters. Speaking of the feedback, though, we got from the draft. One, shout out to reaching out and giving us your honest feedback on the draft. But two, Jack, Stevie, and I went to Blacksburg this weekend for homecoming. And we had a ton of people come up to us that we knew kind of knew or didn't know at all and just talked to us about the beef and that was awesome so shout out to the people that listened and came up to us and said hi and talked to us about the pod that was sick yeah i wish, wish i could have been there yeah, but sorry man no it's yeah, all good. you were missed you were missed for sure people were asking about you hey. um but yeah to radiate what sean was saying reader to reiterate there you go what, what yeah. they said um what sean said yeah it was like amazing what the feedback that we got in blacksburg and just people have been super nice it's all love man like it, it brings us so much joy i can tell you and we love doing this we have literally a blast i look forward to every sunday doing this yeah i look forward to the drop every thursday mm -hmm. um, so just thanks for listening thanks for taking time out of your day yeah at work they always ask me if i want to work sunday night and i say no can't do gotta shoot the beef <laughs> so they're like what's I'm that beefed up yeah <laughs> i like your priorities man yeah. but yeah major love to beef nation you guys are awesome it was great to see most of you in person this weekend. Um, what needs to be said is already said, you know? It's all out there. For sure. We for love sure. you guys. You're awesome. The beefers. Spooky season. Keep sending in questions, too. We yeah, love yeah. them. But to make peace points, spooky season spooky is upon season. us. Love spooky season. Do you know what you're going for for Halloween? Well, you know, I didn't prior to this weekend. But as you can see, I'm currently dripping with this hat. <laughs> can you explain and this hat to our audio listeners Jack? yeah true yeah. yeah so for those of you who aren't on youtube um it's a brown i want to say like canvas leather almost it looks like you should be wearing a leader like, hosen with it yeah it's like yeah. A, it's like a fedora cowboy hat crossover mix and it doesn't fit my head perfectly so it just even it looks even <laughs> funnier i think i gotta rock it right i think there's something i can work with and what are you gonna do with it I'm probably going to wear it in my head <laughs> if I had to take a guess. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. yeah. I think you could like throw a feather in it and be like Robin Hood Well, that's what I was thinking. A feather or yeah. it could be like a little Sherlock Holmes, get a little monocle yeah. or something. A little German boy. A little, a little German boy. Yeah. I, you know, Lederhosen, Oktoberfest is right on the corner. And you have, you're having your Oktoberfest party this weekend. Oh, so maybe I'll just rock it. Is that yeah, this yeah. weekend? It is a Saturday. God. Why do you put it on Saturday? 
Put it on Fridays for your boy. <laughs> well, we're doing it like during the day. <laughs> I'm working. Yeah, <laughs> and you've known about it. Yeah, it's That's been out true. for like a month. I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah, I'm just excited for Halloween because where I live, we get zero trick-or-treaters. I haven't really been in the spirit recently. Yeah, you got a scary-ass house to go up to trick-or-treat. It's very dark. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm, I'm always so bad about picking my costume like six hours before I'm supposed to leave. So now that I'm thinking about it, I'm hopefully going to be able to put something together. Because usually I just fall back on Napoleon Dynamite. And while that's a hit, you know, you got to... <laughs> that's like always like a fire costume for you, though. Classic. Yeah. If I, I, there's like a 50% chance I go as Napoleon Dynamite this year. So, but whatever. What about you, McP? Uh, well, I've been told I look like Timothy Chalamet if you got hit by a bus. So... <laughs> Is that a compliment? I don't know. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a compliment. Yeah. We never specified how hard you get hit by the bus. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's very true. Like, like a, I'm sure like a, para, a paraplegic Timothy Chalamet is definitely getting yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got this new movie coming out called Bones and All where he's a cannibal. Whoa. So I feel like if I did a little something with my hair to uh, like dyed it blonde because I think it's blonde there and just looked like a, I'll probably like take a bite out of a couple of my friends that night. Do that. I might, I might rock that, you know. I like it. Mm-hmm. I also never know what I'm going to go as. But this is Sean Dibble, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, just, I think that's who I am. <laughs> uh, but some, my friend just told me what to be today, so that's I'm going to go as Nick Miller from New Girl. Oh, Dude, yes. that's perfect. Yeah. You look that's perfect. Yeah. Very much like him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I never watched that show Dude, until it's so funny. I, a bunch of friends from college. They were always like, "You look like Nick Miller from New Girl. Have you seen it?" And I was, and I kept getting that from them. So I was like, "Okay, I have to watch the show." So I never finished it. But I watched, I don't know, maybe like two or three seasons of it. So I at least like get the gist Dude, of Nick Miller. It's hilarious. It's and, one of my favorite yeah. shows. And I'll get random girls on Hinge and they'll like, like my picture and be like, you look like Nick Miller. You should lean so into that. I, but like he just wears like flannels and jeans, right? He's literally just you. Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> just you get to show up as yourself. Dude, some bro. girls tell me too that I have a personality similar to him. And I'm like, that, I don't know if that's yeah, a compliment. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't know if that's a compliment no. or not. No. It would be a compliment. But you have no, a fire personality on your own. Yeah. He's like a great character, but... I, I wouldn't say your personality is like, because he's like kind of known for being like a little lazy. And, and like doesn't have his shit together. Yeah. And but that's, that's his not, charm. You know, that's yeah. his charm. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm going to go you're as... You're a tough cookie. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go as Nick Miller from New Girl. Nice. Which again, might just be a normal fit of you mine. You literally don't have to buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's such a win though. Such a win. So yeah. we'll see if people... You might- you might need to smoke like a few cigarettes just to get like a stench going. Yeah, though. true. Maybe yeah. like don't shower for like a week bathe, or so. Bathe in alcohol Some or something. kids yeah. that come up to the door. Are you Nick Miller? Yeah, just spill yeah. a beer on myself <laughs> yeah, before yeah, I go. Yeah, I'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh, there we go. But well, yeah. he's a bartender too. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. you, Stevie? You know, um, I've been rattling my brain as you guys have been going around because I'm terrible, terrible at these costume things. I like... Um, doing a costume with someone else. I always think that's fun. Doing a little like group thing. Um, so, but no, I, I really want to be like a Crayola crayon for some reason. Like, that's just like the thing that keeps coming back in my head. What color? Should we all be Crayola crayons? Dude, that's what I want to do. Like I mentioned it earlier, but no one was down. You saying crayon or crayon? Crayon. Crayon. I probably just said it differently though. No, that's cool. It's crayon. Well, you're from the South. I think it's spelled crayon, but like it's a little kid word. It shouldn't have two syllables. I want to be crayon. The only, the answer that's truly wrong is a crown. It's not what you put on your head. No. Who has ever said crown? Oh, I, I, I know both. multiple that say crown. Whoa. Crayon, I'm cool with. I say crayon. It's definitely spelled crayon, so I get it. I say both. But crown is just wrong. They sound this rich. Is one of these, this is one of the words, if we say it too much, it like sounds really weird. Yeah, right. right? So, um, what color I, I, crayon are you going as? 
I didn't plan this, but yellow. And hey. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the color yellow right now. But why, why yellow? And it was all yellow. It's been recently becoming one of my favorite colors. I don't know. There's just, it's vibrant. It's light. It makes me happy when I see yellow. Speaking of yellow, my ultimate wish is that we go as the minions and someone's grew. Oh, just saying. dude. The minions from that? the minions Dude, from Despicable Me. Amanda and Lang just brought that up this week too. They like he would be. I, such I think a Amanda was too. like, we should go as the minions and have someone be Gru. She literally said, it's "I'll do it." Days ago. Let's do I it. think that would be so. So funny. reach out to her and okay. Lang because I think they were like kind of serious about it. Okay, I'll hit them up. Oh, that's a good. I one. agree with you on yellow though. By the way, I used Thank to you. hate yellow as a kid, and I've like recently had like you know that long sleeve shirt, yellow shirt I have. Yeah, I wore today. Yeah, actually. yeah, you like, did. Yeah, like yellow is definitely an up and coming color. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I've been realizing I look good in yellow too. It, uh, you know, it's just one of those colors that flatters. It brings out your tan a little. Yeah, exactly. I have a nice, a little more olive, e skin. Just got me fired up for Halloween. Thanks. So we got a crayon. We have Napoleon Dynamite most or, likely, or or the dude with the hat, or the dude. Yeah, do the dude with yeah, the like Robin hat. Hood or something. Feather hat. Yankee and, Doodle Dandy. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do and, that. And, and Jack. That would be hilarious. And Jack didn't explain this. I think I could be wrong, but uh. Like the whole thing with this outfit is like people go to be like, "Who are you?" And Jack would be like, "Guess." And then whatever they say, you just go, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? To just like let like whatever people think you are, that's what you are that night. It's just you're wearing the hat. Are you a baseball player? Yeah. How'd you know from the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> These are my day clothes. <laughs> oh, you guys want to rip talk, that wheel? Yeah, let's talk about the yeah, wheel yeah, topics. Right, I'll give you guys a little laydown on what's what we're rocking with today. We got kindergarten dream job, conspiracy theory, unique goal before you turn 30, lessons from a breakup, underrated inventions, and an overrated place to drink. Oh, before we start, unique goal from 30 is a beefer who sent that in. It's my little from my fraternity, Kenny. You're the man. Thanks for sending that question in. Shout out, Kenny. We love you, Kenny. All right, Jack. We I think it's that time. It's time, guys. What, what are we doing on this show? Spin that wheel. What? Spin that wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Nice. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I believe this is a, a beefer written in question as well. Yes. I'm not what sure. Was it? I thought it was ours. Yes, it was to uh, Matt, Matt Lang. Lang. Shout Matt out Lang. Matt Lang. Yes. Twice named on the pod now. Wow, look at him. He's like, off to a roaring like five start. In five minutes. Lang, you're hot right now. But yeah, conspiracy theory. Um, Stevie, why don't you take this? All right, so we're going to go around and say uh, each conspiracy theory that we believe is the most true. So my conspiracy theory is a little bit on, not like on topic. Uh, Queen Lizzie died a while ago. RIP Queen, Queen Lizzie. Uh, but my conspiracy theory is I believe the royal family had something to do with Princess Diana's death. And to go into the story a little bit, Princess Diana and Prince Charles or King? No, still Prince. You watch the crown, bro. You should know. Yeah, his, his name's Charles. Yeah, he's king now. He's king. Chuck. They they both they both had an affair. They both cheated on each other. They both had affairs. Diana made it public. She like went on like a like the Today Show of the UK and talked about how she had an affair and everything. And this is super taboo stuff for the royal family. Can I Question. Ask so. Yeah. When she went on the Today Show, like the British Today Show or whatever, so she didn't 
just call out him. She called out herself too and be like, oh, I was also doing this. It was really and like fucked name, up situation. And name the guy and everything. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she didn't just like one side it. She called herself out too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they got a divorce. She started dating another guy who was in, I, don't, I forget, I should know, but he was a royal in. It's Greek, isn't he? No, a Middle Eastern country. Oh, okay. He was Arab. And I think. It was more, you know, probably not very, probably pretty taboo for a, a white British royal girl to be dating a Islamic man, even if he does come from like a good family and everything. So I don't think the queen and the family was too happy about that. The driver that they had was intoxicated. She had very little security detail at the time, even though like she, you don't lose the title of princess when she like when the divorce happens. So, you know, her kids are still going to become king and queen. So it's kind of like she's still a very important person to British people. I just... She's an icon. Yeah, and I just I just think that... Uh, I, think, I, think the, I think the royal family wasn't happy with how she was tarnishing... Oh, crap, I know. The Windsor. That's her last name. The Windsor family name. Dude, I think a good supporting evidence for that is the fact of how they've reacted to Meghan Markle marrying into the family. Exactly. And how like they totally just, now that Harry and Meghan are married or yes. know, Harry, they've done their own thing because they, they might think, Hey man, if it can happen to her, it can happen to me. Well, and they're, they've like left. Like they like, yeah, they're, Canada yeah, yeah, they're stuff, out right? of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have no, but are they out of it? Yeah. No, they have, they get no money from really. Yeah. yeah and did she come and, to the funeral? Yeah, they won. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. And they lost. Harry didn't lose his titles, but she did. They like gave her titles and then they So t- they don't have security and stuff with them in Canada. They definitely do, bro. They have to. <sighs> they hire their own. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, they probably do hire their own. They I don't know what she does, but I just you know She was that an whole, actress. She has a podcast now. Any any anyone in that much well, power Chris Guest, Meghan Markle collab. I, Great collab. <laughs> And yeah, I, Megan, if you're listening right now, <laughs> we would love you on the pod. Yeah. Love your take on this I mean, whole Princess Diana situation. We were you saying anyone in power? I just like I don't trust, especially they have no, that dude, yeah. that much power. Anybody in power, I think, is like probably did some shady shit. Exactly, yeah. and yeah, and then the thing is, like, too, like I was reading about it, like the Queen was given a lot of praise for how well she handled Diana's death. Like she was very handled it well so i think that also plays into it i think she was trying to increase her pr but that's my conspiracy theory i like that there was a there's a story of um the day after uh princess diana died queen elizabeth was walking the dogs and a reporter like saw her outside and she's like oh we in mourning queen she's like no just walking the dogs I don't know if it's true. Hey, but that, that's <laughs> that's some pretty damning evidence yeah, right yeah. there, dude. She's savage. Yeah. She do be a savage. All right, McP, I want to hear yours. My conspiracy theory is that you can tie everything that ever happened in history to uh, the sport of soccer. And the most damning evidence is World War II. So everyone thinks that Hitler started World War II. <laughs> <laughs> because because uh, he was a failed artist. Where's this going? I can sweat because he was a failed artist. Not true. He sucked at soccer. Um, 
just from World War One. I, I think he had what's it called trench. Uh, trench foot. No, maybe, but there's something else. Like you get like uh, you like shake. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, so he loved soccer growing up, but he was so bad at it, and uh, so anything that had to do with feet, he wasn't about. He just wasn't about it. Um, and so what he really wanted to get into was frisbee. And if you look at the swastika, kind of looks like a frisbee. Like you could throw that thing like a boomerang. You know what I mean? So he's super into that. And he wanted to spread that around the globe. And you could tie that to like, like people associate different members with like either soccer or frisbee. Like Bigfoot, they, they're like, this is a big soccer guy. Like people don't want him to exist that are like pro frisbee. They want him to be like, he's not real but the soccer people like in power like yeah he is he is real bigfoot yeah because he's got big feet so why do first people care about bigfoot because they, they don't want like him to feet. exist they don't like yeah oh so you're a larger point you're making is that soccer players and frisbee players have beef yeah okay yeah but okay. they're not expressing emotions and feelings they have actual beef. exactly correct correct okay. and nice all catch all tensions that have ever happened ever happened have been over soccer and frisbee yep Makes okay, sense. so this isn't really... It's not a Hitler thing. Yeah. It's a soccer versus Frisbee no, thing. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just... I, the most example. I like could like tie it with is like Hitler and stuff. <laughs> it's just like it's what came up. That's what I found. Like, the I've never so, heard of this conspiracy theory. Wait, so... No, no, not even trying to... Wait, be, how did, made, did you how, make this up? Yeah, I've never heard this either, so... <laughs> yeah, I made that shit. <laughs> did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> this, this fucking guy. Dude, when, every, like, every time you started saying something, I was like... What the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, how does this relate to... I was about to start asking, oh, then when how about World War II? Foot, when you yeah. said Bigfoot, I was like... <laughs> I literally, <laughs> like, thing. dumb-faced. I, I was like, like, what is going on? No, because, like, in, um, I was in high school, and I had to do a presentation on uh, fake history, and I did a 30-minute uh, presentation about how everything was started with soccer in Frisbee. I got an A on it. Hell yeah. yeah. I like it. What was, I love it. What was love the it. point of the assignment? Like, what was... It was like uh, it's a speech class. Okay, so was it about like fake news and stuff? Like no, it's just like get up and like talk, but and like be choose. persuasive. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just, just like, learn yeah. to have confidence. Yeah, exactly. Like, you could, don't even know you're talking about mm -hmm. this. Gotcha. Yeah, that is cool. You, all right, you you have me sold. <laughs> Until you said that, that you made that up, I was convinced. I just, no, I, I I just didn't understand how I thought you made it up, and, and then all of a sudden it's Bigfoot. And then yeah. I was, oh, I did research. Yeah, for sure. JFK. Don't even get me started. Soccer guy or frisbee guy? Yeah, Soccer guy. Yeah. Every person that you would think is Russia a frisbee guy frisbee? is frisbee guy. So, uh, Russia, big frisbee. So yeah. big frisbee. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, they're not even allowed in the World Cup anymore. I don't think. No, they're not. Exactly. That's why. That's uh, why. <laughs> Russia's not. What? Russia's not. No, they're banned. Because like forever or just right now with the Ukraine situation. I think they're just yeah. I think it'll be a, indefinitely. A North Korea. Yeah. Big frisbee guys. Yeah, I feel that. Man. All right, Sean. I'm let's sensing hear. a trend here with the frisbee guys. <laughs> um, mine is. I thought. I, I fucking love ultimate frisbee though. <laughs> it is. It is so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I hate by the way, guys. Right, so we have three confirmed frisbee guys: Russia, North Korea, <laughs> Matt McPherson, <laughs> and Adolf Hitler. And Adolf Hitler. Four. Okay, we got four. Yeah. Uh, so my conspiracy theory is: I think. COVID is obviously real, but I, I think that there's more details about it than we know in terms of how it was started. So I think it was probably getting worked on in a lab 
because the town that it first broke out in, there's like a huge research center there. Pyongyang. Yes, thank you. I wasn't going to try to pronounce Isn't that it. North Korea? Sure. Yeah, fuck. No, it's, then it's not that. It's I have Wuhan. It. Uh, it's Wuhan. Wuhan. It is yeah. Wuhan. Oh, shit. I have it in. Like, yeah, so Wuhan I'm also hosts Yeah, Pyongyang is the capital of North Korea. Okay, well, Wuhan hosts the Virology Institute, and there's been scientists studying on coronaviruses and bats for a long time. So, I th- like, I don't know if it was intentionally released from that lab or not. I just think that they were maybe testing something for like biological warfare and whether they sent it out to be just a feeler and didn't realize it would blow up like this, or maybe they did mean for it to blow up like this, or maybe it just accidentally got out. I don't, I don't know the answer to that, but I definitely feel like it just didn't somehow magically, like I don't, it didn't just come from a bat like in the wild. I think it came from that lab. Um, I can't remember the exact news article that I read, but I remember reading an article that there were reports of people leaving that lab like a couple people in a week who had like fevers and like symptoms of COVID. So I, I think it's like, I'm on your side on this. I think it was accidental. I think they were messing with maybe biological warfare or just manipulation of diseases in general. And then someone got sick and then they realized after that person that it's like an extremely contagious disease. And then it just blew up. Yeah. Cause what, what do they say that someone ate a bat? Yeah, Is that how and it's that's saying? like yeah. I feel yeah, like Wuhan, I mean I do. Wuhan, well, I would believe that. Like yeah, that's, a, Wuhan, that's a crazy known for enough, its meat markets. Yeah. That's a crazy enough story where you wouldn't like blink twice. Oh, someone ate a bat and then like they had a disease. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's true. I don't even know like for sure how COVID started. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I feel like it just happened. Here, let's Google it. You know, crazy stuff. Yeah, let's see what Google says. Pull it up, Sean. Something crazy though, while I Google it, my parents were in China visiting my aunt who lived at there at the time that winter and they all came back for Christmas. So like I we had our whole like extended family Christmas party and they were back, like a week or two back from China and my dad was like super sick and like got flu tested negative, like didn't know what was wrong and uh-huh. just was super sick and then like a month later, like COVID came out. Patient whatever. zero, maybe. Wild. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Actually, though. But like none of us got sick. So we don't think Sean's that, deflecting because he knows where COVID started. You never got it's COVID? with his dad. I've never. T- I, I, well, I didn't get sick from like being around him then. But you have never gotten COVID. I've never tested positive oh, okay. for COVID. Gotcha. But I mean, like when he came and we didn't know what was sick, like yeah. he just was sick. Right. Yeah. We didn't know. Um, They said the virus was first detected in Wuhan. The first infections were linked to a live animal market, but the virus has been trading for first person. So yeah, it was yeah I, a live animal market. Dude, they have that oh. all over in China. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty Buying wild. That's just the way. That's just the way they live. I know. Yeah. I know. It's just a cultural difference. That's yeah, very big. Well, but, yeah. Like, so, um, you ever seen Rush Hour when uh Rush Hour two when uh Chris Tucker's in China? He's like, he's like going to a market and he wants a chicken. It's alive, and she's like about to cut its head off. He's like, no, like. Give it to me. I don't want you to kill it. Yeah. yeah, so they like make it in front of you. Oh, yeah. I thought you had to do the dirty work. No, no. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, I don't know. That's just what I saw in the movie. Loki, it could be wrong. Way, probably fresher that way. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, what's your conspiracy? Yeah, we just had a pandemic. Yeah. Um, facts. So, like, I'm definitely a big animal guy. I love cats, dogs horses, any other farm animal, wild animals, birds, 
birds is where I draw the line, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, you can't tell me you've ever seen a baby pigeon anywhere, ever. Never have. They, have you ever seen pigeon eggs? Nope. They right? uh, they spawn That's a good point. wherever. There's a factory somewhere. You know, maybe like Amazon fulfillment centers are actually just churning out pigeons. And China. Then that's how they spy on everyone. Yeah, so for I sure. know people say birds aren't real. I'm not fully sold on the whole birds aren't real thing. But pigeons are definitely not real. They're stupid animals. <laughs> they, from from all I'm concerned, they shit and eat, and that's it. They were used as carrier pigeons in wo- in wars, but that just I think affirms your fact. There's that's no the way a bird is surviving that yeah, or knows you, where it's going. You're, you're a messenger in the Civil War, and you got to get a telegram to your boys in six states over, and you're going to trust a bird. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. It's not I've never bird. thought about that. How is a bird gonna know where to fly to? There's the not exact routes and where to stop, where to land, and what areas to avoid because that's where the enemies Especially are trying to shoot them bird, down. Like Do you think there's like highways in there? It's like, oh, I gotta take this exit, <laughs> and then it's, they get off the this highway. Backup is ridiculous. It's oh, like, another like, accident. Tim, <laughs> ask for directions. I know where I'm going. <laughs> it's like it's a straight line. <laughs> It's like finding Dad, you know, I with all the shit. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're clear, man. We're over the air. But yeah, dude, I've never seen a baby pigeon. I've never interacted with a pigeon where I wasn't just utterly confused at how this species has survived for this amount of time without having some genetic engineering or some big bird. Big bird is big bird is backing pigeons to run all the dirty secrets of the world you're saying big, big bird? bird from sesame street no like big oh. big bird oh you know how we have like big oil oh, was, or, or big, big brother gap, big brother gotcha. no, I, big no. bird i think big bird just is in charge he makes them big bird well, hella soccer guy no it's <laughs> it's like the the theory of how oh uh, yeah <laughs> how like disney created frozen because when you would search disney frozen in google right. it would come up with the movie and not the fact that Walt Disney like froze himself yeah, in hope of coming back. I read about that. They created Big Bird on Sesame Street mm. so that people aren't aware of the fact that Big Bird is running the country and keeping and all of our secrets. And they get you at a young age. Yep. yep. They get yeah. you at a very young age because you know you're yep. impressionable and, and you're going to latch sports on. Sports teams. They get you with sports teams. Like, oh, oh yeah, fuck I like yeah. the Eagles. I like the Eagles. Like, who in their fucking right mind would like the Eagles? <laughs> no one who was cool who has... <laughs> Just who, saying they're winning right now at halftime. So, for yeah, all you Bird Nation out there. Birds, you guys give me the willies a little bit, yeah. right? Let's keep let's I got let's my keep up yeah. our appearances. But you're saying like cardinals are real, eagles are real, maybe just pigeons aren't so, real. Yeah, so but I draw the line at birds. Like if a pigeon isn't real, then you could very well say to me a robin isn't real, and then go to an osprey, and then to an owl, and then to Ooh, a hawk, osprey, and then to a condor. Owls are sick. The owls are sick, and that's what I'm saying. I think we got to go through and really vet each bird. Dude, maybe, that might be a future pod topic. Mm. We go through all the birds. We, we just do like a. <laughs> are, we, are we team this bird or not? We should go bird watching and just like every like yep. five minutes. There's one. <laughs> <laughs> this talent. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, bird. Got one. Yeah. And, then, and, and then we have like a topic if we think it's real or not. You think that one? Oh, real? bird buggy. No punch bags. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, all get right. on, we'll get on birds in yeah. DC nice. and we'll go around and look at birds oh, in the city. Very smart. Very smart. Thank you. I fuck with those conspiracy theories. Yeah. So solid conspiracy theories, boys. I have four new ideas in my head that I will take with me to my yeah. grave. Now I know I'm team soccer <laughs> and, and, and I, pigeons are sus. <laughs> 
And Queen Lizzie, uh, she might have been a little sus herself. Oh, definitely she not was a little. Sus. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> All right. We're just... Actually, this segment was four facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, should we spin that wheel, baby? Yeah, let's do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Spin that wheel. Uh-uh. Spin that wheel. Uh-uh. <laughs> Solid spin, Jackie. Breakup lesson. Damn, I didn't think this is actually gonna land. I know. Getting to our sensitive side. Hey, we had to, we just gave people the side that you know they might not totally agree with. Now yeah. let's open it up a little bit, Sean. <sighs> Bad lead off. Um, do you want me to explain it really quickly? Or you sure, want sure. You can give some context. Yeah. So, uh, I recommended this one. We're not like keeping track or anything like that anymore, but. <laughs> The We're champ not. loves to yeah, champ dude, loves shit. to I wasn't that This is karma, bro. You're not gonna win. You remember how McPherson's wheel topic never got picked? You're not gonna win a draft. <laughs> hey man, you ride, I'm gonna ride that shit to the day I die. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not the one getting hated right now, so I'm just gonna keep wailing on this. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Um so I was just like thinking, like they always say like right after a breakup, you learn more about yourself than I'm not saying like any other point in your life, but you just, it's a period of a lot of introspective thought and you learn, you do learn about what you need in a relationship, what you need to do to maybe be better in a relationship. Um, so I just wanted to open the floor to us and just ask you guys out of your most recent relationship, what is, uh, just one lesson that you took away? The most valuable thing that you took away? I feel like I usually go very deep. So this one isn't going to be as deep, but I think it's still very important. It shouldn't be difficult. Like the first few months dating someone, like obviously like there's a honeymoon phase and all that, but even once you get past that, it should not be difficult. Like there's going to be low times, right? You're going to have arguments. Like I totally get that. But like the day in day out shouldn't be hard. Like you're with each other for a reason, right? I think you guys kind of know what I what I'm touching on. It should just be easy. You both like each other. You're supposed to be fun, like you're a team. You should enjoy it. There's gonna be highs, gonna be lows, like I said, but it shouldn't be difficult. Yeah, I think you care so much about that person that you're always gonna look out for their best interest. That even if it is difficult, you realize it's better to work through it now and not let it fester. And then other things arise, and you get into a huge argument. If you love them enough. You're going to be forthright. You're going to be honest and you're going to be like, hey, let's figure this out now because you know how much I like hanging out with you. I hope you like hanging out with me. Let's just enjoy it for what it is. Right. And they're supposed to pump you up and bring you up, right? You're supposed to be enjoyable to hang out with them. It shouldn't be stress or make you frustrated. Like it should be an all time high hanging out with them. Yeah. And I think people don't always remember that, which seems crazy. Yeah. My mom says like, you know you met the person for the rest of your life when you literally don't want like life would you could not exist without that person like life could not seem possible without them so yeah exactly like that's what you want you want to feel like comfortable you want to feel like yourself you don't want to feel on edge or like you're walking on eggshells not trying to say things that might upset someone or you just want to be your true self so yeah that's very true yeah well for me um i've only ever been in one uh relationship and it was a great relationship um like it was awesome it was like everything i could have imagined because uh like in high school 
like I didn't really get attention from any like girls or anything. I never dated anybody. I didn't have my first kiss until I was 18. Um, and so I had always wanted to be in a relationship. And when I got into my first relationship, it was amazing. Like it was awesome. Like what you said, like I felt so comfortable. Um, it was so much fun. Like I could be myself and you know, I thought she was hilarious. Um, I think, but towards the end, uh, I got super like depressed for some reason. I don't know why. Um, it just happened. And I don't, I think, and that like ruined, um, I guess the relationship. And I didn't voice it. Like, I didn't tell her like that I was super, like I was feeling super down. And I think that's what I learned is um, just cause you get like upset in a relationship. That doesn't mean the relationship has to be over you just have to work at it. So I think that's what I learned the most from is if I feel super upset and I feel like, Oh my God, like I have doubts. Don't keep it to myself and don't just talk about it with like other people talk about it with your partner. Um, because it's you two, you're, you're on the same team at that point. You're not dealing with your own emotions. You have to deal with somebody else's um, feelings too. So I think what I learned the most was just, yeah, if you like voice voice it out, and like yeah, like I said, I had a great relationships, and you know, the, the next one I just wanted to be better. So, yeah. um, sorry to cut you boys off, but mine is very similar to yours. Like in my last relationship, like something that happens, I realize in a relationship is it's awesome being in a relationship. Like it's a you know you're with like your best friend, you have someone to talk to all the time. And it's supposed to be like this happy time in your life. And it is. It's an amazing time in your life. There's nothing better than being in love. It's like the best emotion in the world is being in love. But in my last relationship, like the things that were going on in my life were like very stressful. Like it was my last semester of college. I was applying to grad school. I had to find a subleaser for Blacksburg. That was super stressful. Um, I moved home with my parents again, had to deal with that whole adjustment of moving at home. And I always felt like I'm really good with my partner about talking about if she does something that upsets me or if I do something that upsets her and really good about talking it out. And what I realized, like you, McPherson, I, I wasn't good about talking about what was going on with me. Like I, I, I didn't really talk about how like those things were giving me a lot of anxiety and they were like really stressing me out. And I probably took it out on her in different ways. And it it wasn't fair to her for sure, but it just like, what I really wanna make sure I do in my next relationship is I, I have to be open and honest about what I'm going through. And what I'm realizing is like, that's the person you wanna spend time with. They wanna hear that, they wanna help you, they wanna, and like, I guess like that was also what I was scared about. I was like, I don't want to like pop this bubble. Like, I don't want to, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't want to be, I don't like being a burden on other people. And I just have to accept the fact that like people want, people want to help me. People, yeah. Especially the person I'm like my partner. I always thought, I always thought too, in my mind, I was like, if I couldn't be my best, the best version of myself for her then I'm doing, I guess, her a disservice, you know? Like, I wanted 
to be as good as I could. I wanted to be all there, like 100%. If I couldn't do that, then what was I doing? But yeah, just like, yeah, what you said, just trying, you have to voice that. But and, I, and, I she want, and, yeah. and she want, and yeah, she, she would have, she can help you. She would, yeah. Yeah. But it's like what Stevie just said, and we talked, I was, I was going to bring it up, so I'm glad you did. Like, we've talked about how we feel like it's so tough on the other person when you're the burden, you have something on your chest, and you have to get it out to like your best friend or someone you really trust. But for them, it's not the burden, right? Like, they're appreciative that you're coming to them when you need help and they want to help you because they care about you. And yeah, your they significant you. other yeah. should feel that way when you come with them in a burden. So, but it is difficult. Like I'm totally with you, but it's nice that you've recognized that now, at least I think. Yeah, yeah. and it's just, just trying to, I like to say, just keep yourself in check, you know, every now and then just be like, am, like, not like, am I doing okay? But like, am I doing okay? Like, do like, am I falling into bad habits again or yeah. bad thought processes that can lead me into bad places? I also think if you're not 100% in, then you have to realize that you can't be going back and forth. Cause that, cause if one person is, is all the way in and you're not, and you keep going like back and forth with it, that really sucks for the other half. And it's, it's not cool. Cause they know what they want and you're on the fence and it's not, cool playing with other people's feelings even though you do think oh i do love them and stuff you gotta you gotta realize if if that's 100 you know and facts um uh, my mom really coming in this podcast again my mom talks about this too like dating at our age is really really hard because you also are maturing as a person but you also have to like mature in a relationship right and, and it's a lot and it's a lot. So to to our friends who are successful at it, I, I actually give them a lot of praise. So, but yeah, yeah, I think you guys took the words right out of my mouth, more or less. Like Matt, I've only like been in one relationship my entire life. It was great. I had a ton of fun. I learned a lot about myself, about what I value, what I want in the future. But one thing I think that was partic particular to my relationship is that you don't want to grow complacent. Right. We were long distance and it was very easy for us to fall in the trap of we only communicate through the phone and it's that every single day. We don't do like spontaneous things. We don't surprise each other. And going off that, like you got to be willing to be spontaneous and do some things that are new and challenging. And even though I don't like it, I love the other person so much. And if it's what they value, if it's what they really like to do, I'm going to go and do it. Right. Like I don't love necessarily going on like extended trips for like a really long time when I don't like, I like to be at my home base. I like to do my own thing. But if that's what something my significant other really wants to do, if she's like, Hey, let's just get away from it all. Let's disconnect. Let's go out and be ourselves. Just you and me. It would, it would not that it would be hard for me to do that, but it would be a new experience. And I, I want to be in the position in my relationship where I'm wanting to do that because it's about the other person not getting complacent. If something's going wrong, rather than sweeping it under the rug and letting it build up, address it directly, be upfront about it. And it's going to help you guys in the long run because you're not hiding stuff from each other. You're not trying to be secretive or beat around the bush. You're just, you're honest with each other because you care so much about each other. You wouldn't want them to hear it from someone else or hear it another way. And it's not from your mouth. Yeah. Relationships are hard. And I think, you know, you're in the right one when it is hard, but you want to, 
keep it's a good you want to make right? it work like, yeah. like a breakup is really difficult a relationship is really difficult mm-hmm. but it's about what type of difficult you're willing to accept and you're willing to embrace because at the end of the day the difficulty you have with someone you love it's rooted in a place of care and love and they cherish you for it because they want you to succeed they want you to be better and they want to keep working at it as much as you do they don't want it to just fizzle out because you were tired of putting in the effort like sean was saying you don't get tired about it it's not difficult it's it's easy because it's what you want to do and even though it sucks sometimes you you want to be there so you would do more spontaneous things that your significant other would want to do like that and just willing sure like not to like complete she wanted to stick a finger up your butt you would allow it absolutely (laughs) doesn't even need to be my wife uh, uh, like another thing i I want our relationship to get to the next level (laughs) so i I was actually gonna ask you later tonight if i could do something (laughs) clearly i'm sharing this for a reason guys (laughs) i think i think some people forget about like even if you're with the person for two like you're dating like you're still dating the person you still have to put in effort and Surge, <laughs> he's upset. He's, he's like, upset. guys, I just got out of a relationship. <laughs> they just took my nuts. <laughs> but just yeah, that you're still dating the person that you, you kind of have to sometimes get in that headset. Like I gotta woo them. I gotta win them over. I gotta like, yeah. That's a some good perspective there, Jack. I like that a lot, fellas. I know. Uh, I know we got a lot of love to give. So that just means we're going to get a, receive a lot of love later in life. So on that note, Sean, we had a beefer who was kind enough to write in a question. Kind of similar to this topic. So yeah, uh, why, yeah, don't you, why don't you go ahead and read it for us? Yeah, so this was an anonymous... Oof. You said it again. Anonymous message. Dude, anonymous is on a roll. Two from, weeks, two weeks <laughs> yeah, in a row, Yeah, bro. shout out to anonymous. Keep writing in, bro. Um, cool guy. Or girl. Or girl. <laughs> it could be Shit. a beefer or a leafer. Oh. And uh, so that's what they said. What's up, beep? What's up? Wow, over two now. What's good, beef boys? I've always been the type of dude that ends up with girls I've met or I've been friends with for a while. It feels normal when you're in school, but harder to find that after graduation in a new place. I met a really cool girl at work, but I know all the basic stigmas around it. I would I would have never been about dating someone at work, but I've been talking to her for a while and we connect in a lot of ways someone in a different profession wouldn't. Curious to hear y'all's opinion. P.S. How the fuck is mayo a sauce? (laughs) (laughs) Much love, Anonymous. First of all, um, I didn't think this was going to be as big of a what's a sauce or not. Come on, guys. Relax. Everything's a sauce for the most part. Like, what the fuck? It's a condiment. But isn't like banana peppers a condiment? No. Yes. Yeah, banana peppers are a condiment. You add them to the sandwich. It's more of a topping. We're, we're not. We're not. It's a topping. This. And then someone told me mayo. <laughs> this was could a, be a, a whole other. Someone podcast. told me mayo was a spread, and that like was life changing for me. Like, okay, it's not a sauce. It's a spread. But anyway, back to anonymous. So he's met a girl at work. It sounds like, and they're vibing, and they can relate. I guess their work must be unique because they're relating in ways that he said other people like couldn't relate to. But obviously, there's a lot of stigmatisms da- about dating someone, dating someone from work. So, work. what are our thoughts it's, on that? I, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess get some more context. I don't. I don't have the full scope of this. I would suggest maybe hang out with her in a non-work setting. I don't know if you guys are doing that right now already, but see how she operates and behaves when you guys aren't working, and you have similar things to talk about. See how she behaves outside of the environment. See if you guys still do click. 
and personally for me, I know it's a very a gray area when it comes to dating a coworker. But for me, my work life and my personal life are very separated. Like I don't think a lot of the people that I will be working with are going to necessarily know the full range of what I do outside of my job, my profession. So I think if you want to take it slow, there's a really good window for you to see how you guys, you know, engage and how you cooperate when you aren't in the work setting, when you're just being yourselves and you're not trying to complete all your tasks or be a good employee or make an appearance for your boss or whatever. Go out there, have fun, get some drinks together, have some, have a fun time. And if it doesn't work out, it seems like you have enough in common already where it wouldn't be weird for you guys to keep hanging out and during work and you could still be cordial. You could still be professional. You could still have, you know, a good relationship. Maybe it's not what you wanted, but I think for you anonymous, you're not going to know what to do unless you give it a shot. Right? You're just going to be playing those games in your head where you're thinking, Oh, this could work. And if it doesn't, then I'm like, I'll never know. Right. And you don't be so concerned about what other people think. Just do what makes you happy. Right. It's just your job. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, we're all adult adults. If it doesn't work out, okay. It doesn't mean it has to be awkward, but I would also think, yeah, if you're super into her, it would be a disservice to yourself and to the both of you. Uh, if you didn't at least give it a try. And I, I know there's stigma about dating someone you work with, but I think you're in the mindset right now. There's a stigma cause you're not dating. You're just hooking up. Um, so you're worried about if they'll, uh, what work would think about that. But I think a lot of people meet their significant th- other through work and stuff. And I don't think it's that weird. I think you got to do a super power move. If you're working late, make sure you guys are working together and make sweet love on the video <laughs> camera. And that's how you announce to the rest of your, uh, the rest of your, uh, workplace that you guys are dating and, I think they would totally buy with that if they saw if they saw the footage and how but, tight you guys I was were about to and how also close do it, you were. Do it on the desk of your least favorite, imp- like co-worker. A co-worker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this one's for you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way not to send me that thing I needed by close of business today. <laughs> yeah, and Wait, I, I thought you were staying late to finish that. <laughs> yeah, and um, but I'm staying late to finish this. Exactly. <laughs> I'm finishing something, dude. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Like Not I said, I'm, I'm finishing for sure. <laughs> it's if you really like her, um, I wouldn't really give the work the mindset a thought. So, I agree with that, and I agree with what Jack said. And I also think it touches back to McPherson's point for the last will topic. Because I don't know this person, right? So, are you really? If you're really about them, then I completely agree with McPherson date them yeah you gotta be There's like definitely a stigmatism about it when you're just hooking up in the beginning the first in the beginning of dating probably when work knows about it it's like oh well if they break up it's gonna be super awkward like how are they gonna be able to like work together like sitting here and just like all that crap but if you're so if you're just in it to like hook up and it's fun then it's definitely not the move because there's gonna be way more negatives and positives from it but if you're truly a hundred percent in on this person and they are also a hundred percent in on this person then it is worth shooting the shot. And I don't know like how big the company is. I think that kind of matters. Like, are you truly working with them day in and day out? Cause I like have some family friends that I met through work or actually someone I work with wife 
is at the same company, but they are like at the opposite ends of the company. So like they have no day and day together, if that makes sense. Like I didn't like I didn't even know that they had a significant other or wife at the company. But so, but if it's a small company, you might deal with them day in and day out, and that's an issue. I think you may have to think about before you go all in. But if you truly are 100% all in and you know they are too, then I think it's worth shooting the shot. Yeah. And if this girl's everything you want in a girlfriend, then I think the work thing is a is a bonus. You know, you you guys are just hanging out all the time. You're you're going to mm. have you're going to have more regret. Yeah. Thinking about it in a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, what if about her, then if you shoot the shot and it crashes and burns. Exactly. Yeah, thanks, Sean, for fucking stealing my point right there. (laughs) (laughs) So we can just skip you. Sorry, you don't don't even need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) No, but no. uh, So what I've realized is like, I'm a big believer in if you follow your heart, it will lead you the right place one day. And it may lead you the wrong place way sometimes but that's okay because if you keep following your heart you're gonna find the perfect person for you one day and it'll it'll all make sense so my advice is just just follow your heart like I, i can tell through the message like you probably have like this battle between like your head and your heart like your head's telling you like this could be awkward i could ruin make things weird at work but if your heart is saying i really like this girl and i really want to be with her and i enjoy spending time with her fucking full send it baby like there's nothing better than being in love like i already said it but it's just factual like it's what drives the human race i think yeah like Mm -hmm. the the two outcomes you could you could not pursue it and you could have the regret like you're saying of, of not pursuing it or you could go after it maybe fall in love could be okay, the best thing ever best thing ever let's say you do break up at least you know that you you full sent it and you and you followed your heart and you loved as much as you could and that that is you you'd be way more happy with yourself with that than not following your heart here's what you got to do you're working late night and she's at the office and you know you got a busy week coming up and you're like hey maybe tomorrow we're going to be here we just like go get some work done at like my place or at your place we just you know work together we're out of the office and you can parlay that into like watching a movie once you're done or cooking dinner or going out to grab a drink or something at least then you're not so upfront and if you have a little hesitation you can at least play it out in the moment and see if the vibes are high right because if you're only flirting in the office you're probably dialing it back several notches to a workplace flirt rather than like a regular person flirt so just you know be engaging give her put the ball on her court almost see where she's at we know where you're at let's see if she's feeling the same way because you haven't I'm sure had this conversation about how you guys feel, but until you know, you get some idea, then you can start going after You don't want to just strike out swinging. Right. Cause we did, I guess we don't really know how far they are into their, like whatever they're doing yet. Like it, yeah. it might no. just be a work crush. Like we don't know if she's vibing back a work wife based off. What, this. Wait, what yeah. is the for the sake of argument? Say second half. again. They're vibing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Say the second half again. What does it exactly say? The second half of the text. Yeah. Just when he talks about like, the relationship in the uh, i met a really cool girl at work but i know all the basic stigma around it yeah i would have never been about dating someone at work but i've been talking to her for a while and we connect in a lot of ways yeah they're vibing yeah so yeah they're no, definitely, they're, they're they're definitely, definitely vibing. Vibing. yes they're vibing so yes anonymous right back in after you listen to this episode or after whenever you give us like a three week up to let like us that. know how yeah. your coworker felt and 
how clean his have, desk was the next day. Have her mm-hmm. listen to this episode. <laughs> she'll hear the advice we give you, and then she'll write in a question, and we'll compare answers to see what she says. <laughs> yeah, an anonymous. <laughs> I have this guy yeah. <laughs> working is super awkward around me. And yeah. I'm not sure what to do about it. He wrote about his, <laughs> me to his friend's podcast. Yeah. I've never Miss met anonymous. <laughs> no, but yeah, anonymous. You seem like a cool dude, so. Whatever you're going to do, I'm sure it'll be the right decision. Absolutely. I, I concur. Trust your gut and notice what your head hasn't figured out yet. Exactly. Beef Nation, that is episode seven. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, we'll reiter- reiterate what we said at the beginning of the podcast. Thank you for the love, the support, the feedback. We really appreciate it. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share us with your friends, your family. Writing questions, follow us. We love you guys. You're awesome. And we'll catch you guys for episode eight. And have a great week, y'all. Go Phillies. Bye, cuties.